welcome to the Serviced Accommodation Property Podcast. This podcast by Kevin Paneskis, also known as the Property Soldier, covers all aspects of serviced accommodation and how to make it a profitable and sustainable business. Kevin started investing in property in 1991 whilst serving in the British Army and now owns a multi-million pound property portfolio and serviced accommodation business and is a best-selling author. And now your host, Kevin Paneskis. Good morning, everyone. So as I have said, this is going to be released as a podcast, this presentation by Mike Powell, who is an independent rating surveyor. And this presentation and this podcast is going to be uh, relating to how business rates affect serviced accommodation. So just so all it's, it's not it's going to be quite a specific area of business rates and how they apply and the impact of business rates on service accommodation from from Mike's perspective. So. Uh, we're going to take a Q&A, but to start off with, Mike's going to give his presentation and then I will offer it out to questions for everyone. So without any further ado, can I have a round of applause for Mike, please? Morning, everyone. Right, I'll try and make this as interesting as I can um, and uh, we'll, we'll just delve straight in. But, well, first question for everyone, really. You've obviously got some SA units between you. Has anyone got them on business rates at the moment? A couple of people. Right, okay, fine. Um, okay, well, we'll delve, we'll delve straight in. Um, the slides are, are quite to point as to what they are, and that, uh, hopefully we'll get some good questions and scenarios from you afterwards, which we'll delve further into a bit more understanding. Um, but the VOA are an agency of HMRC, and they are responsible for setting council tax and business rates. <coughs> They've got a statutory duty to maintain a fair and correct rating list, uh, so they can't do any favours for us, unfortunately. But equally, if something's wrong that's in your favour, they've got to work with that as well um, and, and be, be fair um, to their duty. Business rates produce £26 billion per annum for the Treasury. Uh, you might have seen quite a lot in the press recently about business rate reform, um, other ideas for business rates, um, sort of land value tax and things. Um, I don't think you're going to see anything like that happen quickly um, because the Chancellor needs his £26 billion a year. Um, and it's, it's, a, you know, it's a tax that's in just one form or another has been around 400 years. So um, it, I don't think it's going anywhere soon. So it needs, it needs working with and, uh, and an understanding. Um, you have a rateable value, which is the rating assessment for a given property, whether it's an industrial unit, a resale unit or a service accommodation unit. But that is not what you pay. Uh, you pay um, according to the uniform business rate, which is sort of shortened down as the UBR, uh, which is set every year and is linked to inflation. And for f- small businesses this year, it's 48 pence in the pound. Uh, for big businesses, it's 49.3 in the pound. Um, you get ra- the, the rating list is revalued every five years. Um, I say that with a bit of tongue-in-cheek because the last time it was seven, seven years, the, the last rating list, because the, the VOA extended it by two years, uh, and they've now decided they're going to look at revaluing over three years. So... I think expect three-year evaluations. The next one is due in 2020, and then I think they'll be for three years from there. Um, so rateable values, that they're, they're, they're fluid. There's always a movement to them. Service accommodation is a commercial use. I'm often getting the question from people, should service accommodation be under council tax or business rates? And the official answer is it's a commercial use and it should be business rated. That doesn't mean you should jump and business rate your properties if you've already got them in council tax, because it might work far better for you in council tax financially. Um, but they should officially be business rated, and if you approach the VOA, um, they should 
take that avenue with them. Uh, rating is about how a property is used. Uh, a lot of people get confused with planning consent and think, well, you know, my property hasn't got the relevant planning consent, um, particularly in commercial property. Uh, I get things like bookmakers uh, being confused with retail units, but really they're the same and they're valued accordingly as to how they are being used. Um, so if you have an office that's been used as a, a beauty spa, you know, it will be valued as a beauty spa, not that there should be much difference. Local authorities, if you ring your council, and say we've got this property as service accommodation, they might not have a clue what you're talking about. You'll see the, the comments underneath that some, some local authorities are actively trying to protect this council tax income. And I, I think a lot of people are getting run around from local authorities on this issue. And I can't quite decide or get to the bottom of whether they don't have a clue what they're talking about with it or if they just want to protect their council tax income. Because if a unit goes into business rating, the business rating 26 billion that comes in, all local authorities forward to central governments, and then it's divvied back out under a formula. So business rating income to a council isn't actually as crucial to their finances as council tax. There is some reform coming that they will keep some of, uh, or potentially all of their business rating income, but that's a different subject completely. So they're not really the, great, the best first port of call, if you like, to call the council um, because they might do the right thing, the wrong thing, or not know what they're doing. So just something to bear in mind. Also, as a final point on that issue, some local authorities are trawling through the likes of Booking.com, Airbnb, and are... They're looking at how property is being used. And in some situations, they are reporting that to the valuation office. And as soon as the valuation office have a report from a local authority or from anywhere, they are just, their statutory duty is to maintain a fair and correct list. So they are duty bound to investigate the situation. The only area that I know that is really actively doing this is Chesterfield. Um, and I have a client who is really having the run round um, Chesterfield Council. But I do hear on the grapevine that other people don't know where an action from the VOA has come from, and it could be that it's, that it's come from the local authority. So, some of them have assessors trawling around um, industrial estates, looking through relative to doors to see if there are mezzanine floors in industrial units that aren't on the valuation from the VOA, so, because they're just trying to up income everywhere they can. Um, so it's just, just something to bear in mind sort of when, you, when you're going through your business. The VOA is set into regions. You've got northwest, northeast, central, east, and then the, the south and London. They all operate differently in that some will value SA uh, on what I think is the correct basis, but most will value it as self-contained holiday accommodation, uh, which I'll come on to in a minute, but it's, it's not what it is from a rating point of view. And that basis as self-contained holiday accommodation is to put a fixed price on each single bed space. So if you've got a two-bedroom, two-double-bedroom apartment, that's four single bed spaces. So if a fixed price is £1,000 per single bed space you've got a rateable value of £4,000. I've just put a little bit of a scarer up there. That price per single bed space I've seen range from 350 quid to £6,000 in some areas of London. So it's massive variation. Obviously, it's cheaper in the north. Um, the further south you go, it seems to get more expensive. There are some variations in there, obviously. Uh, typical valuation factors apply. Location, quality, type of accommodation, you know, whether it's a flat or an apartment and, uh, sorry, or a house um, and, and what have you. My biggest bugbear with this approach, I don't think that the, value, the VOA are valuing service accommodation correctly. Hotels um, and guest houses, to a, to a point, are valued on a double bed unit basis. So one double bed is one double bed unit, uh, a single bed is 0.7, and a family room would be 1.5, I think it is, um, and then a price applied per double bed unit. But, but it seems to be the case that where you might have a single bed price of, say, £1,000, your double bed price might be 1400 1500 
So from your point of view, it's better value on a double bed basis. Now, I don't get many opportunities, and I really haven't had an opportunity yet to properly appeal this because the majority of the work I'm involved with with people is trying to make the most of small business rate relief, um, which, so, you know, everyone wants to minimise their costs. I do have a couple of appeals going through to try and deal with this and set some sort of precedent, but they're not, they're in the system, they're going to take a while yet. I also do have a couple of examples of areas of the VOA that have valued service accommodation on a double bed unit basis, uh, which will be used in my appeals. So that's, that's a sort of fluid situation just to watch this space and see what happens with it really. We shall see. I've touched on this already really, uh, calculating liability. So to, to calculate your business rates bill, you've got your rateable value and you times that by the uniform business rate. So 48 pence in the pound for small business. So um, a few examples, uh, a double bedroom apartment in Leeds is two single bed spaces. They're about 575 um, each from what I've seen. Rateable value of 1150 times the UBR of 48 pence in the pound will give you a £552 annual liability. So that's, without doubt, before even thinking about small business rate relief, better than council tax. Another example, a two-bedroom, two-double-bedroom and a one-single-bedroom apartment in Guildford. Um, it's a more valuable area. The price looks to be about 12.50 per single bed space that the VOA are adopting. So five single bed spaces would give you a rateable value of £6,250. Now, £6,250 times 48 pence in the pound is about £3,000 annually, which I'm guessing will be substantially more than the council tax. So this is where, if you just jump in to business rates and have a couple of clients who have, you can cost yourself a fortune. Uh, and you might be better just sitting quiet uh, on council tax. Example three, uh, this is a property I've dealt with. I've been sworn to secrecy on its location. But it's, 21, it's, it, it's a converted commercial building, be converted to 21 bedrooms. So they're bedrooms of a, a little sort of kitchen unit, if you like, and a microwave and an ensuite in a northwest location. Quite expensive for a northwest location at £900 um, per single bed space. That's of 21 bedrooms is 42 single bed spaces. So the rateable value of that building is £37,800. Payable rates, the, the, the uniform business rate is higher because that's a large RV, it's a larger rateable value, so it's not small business anymore. So the uniform business rate is 49.3 pence in the pound, just over £18,600 a year. If you had 21 bedrooms um, with counter-tax assessments on band A, I'm going to guess you're going to be into more like £21,000 a year in, in rates. I don't know how it works, I'm not a council tax expert, I don't know how it works with SA and uh, single person's allowance, but I'm presuming you won't, you won't get that 25% reduction, if anyone knows. Um, but you get 75% single occupation allowance, don't you, on council tax. But um, anyhow, it, it's an example of, on a larger scale property, that business rates can work in your favour. So, it, you know, it, it swings and roundabouts. Um, right, this is the juicy bit. Small business rate relief. I'd say 95% of the work I'm involved in for people with, with SA is can they get small business rate relief on their property and can they not pay anything? Thank you very much. The relief was introduced in 2005 by the Chancellor to support small business. Um, it's had a few movements uh, along the way in terms of the rateable value limits and what qualifies for relief, what doesn't, etc. It doesn't really affect the Treasury very much because most of their income of the £26 billion a year comes from medium and large business. Um, so it, while it, it's a sort of marketing piece from the government, if you like, uh, how they're helping uh, small business in the UK. None of this relates to Scotland, by the way, which is completely different. Uh, so if anyone's operating in Scotland, um, that's completely, the, the, the rules are a bit different. This rating list started the 1st of April 2017. And under this rating list, 
the small business rate relief threshold is £12,000. So any rateable value of less than £12,000, so long as the rest of the qualification criteria are met, you will get full relief for. So if it's 11999 or less, I mean, to be realistically 12000 you won't pay any business rates, subject to the, the remaining criteria. It then sort of tapers between twelve to fifteen. So if you've got a rateable value at 13500 midway point, you'd still get 50% relief. So just because you're not less than 12000 if you've only got one unit, it might not hurt you. Just to add something in here that's not on the slides, um, you might have a situation where you have a terrace house that's been converted to, say, two or three apartments. And if they, as much as they might be two or three separate apartments, from a business rating point of view, if the access into that building is the front door and everything else is communal from there, hallway, staircase, etc., landing, that should, in theory, subject to looking at it more detailed, be capable of being one assessment. So you might have a terraced house that's got three apartments in. And they might all be one-bed apartments and they might be you know, somewhere cheap in terms of rateable values. And that might be capable of being one rateable value. So you might be thinking, oh, I've got, I've got three properties, so that's not going to work. But actual fact, it might be one in terms of what, what we call a hereditament, which is the unit of assessment that the VOA adopt. So that, that's just something to bear in mind. I've got quite a few cases where we've got clients in council tax with a property that's been converted. It's three or two, two or three assessments. We can convert it into one business rating assessment and they'll get the full relief and, and off they go. Um, so it's all, it's all very tactical. Additional properties gets a bit more complicated. If you have additional properties, so you've got one property with a rateable value of less than £12,000 and you qualify for full relief on that property so you're not paying anything, uh, business rates. And then you take on an additional property and will I get relief on that? You can. If you're outside of London, which is pretty much the M25, the rateable value of the additional property has to be £2,899 or less. So it can only be something very small, a one-bed apartment, for example, but that will then qualify for full relief up to a total value, so totaling all your valuations up, of £20,000. Quite a few operators that, that we're working with have only got small units or they're somewhere like Leeds where the, where the, you know, the values are quite low for SA uh, and they can get three or four properties in there within a company, if you like, um, and get full relief on them all. That um, total is £25,000 in London. Uh, but funnily enough, the, the 2899 figure is no higher. So there is a bit of leeway for having more than one property and benefiting from small business rate relief. All about strategy. When you are thinking about how to set up your, your business, and yeah, I appreciate a lot of people are doing rent-to-rent uh, with SA, we have clients that have operate four or five different companies with SA for each town they operate in, maybe, you know, SA Lincoln Limited, SA um, Birmingham Limited, how, however they work it, um, because each legal entity sort of resets your SA, your, your small business rate relief pot, if you like, and that, you, don't, you do not have to have different directors. A company is a, you know, they're all separate legal entities, so you can operate as many legal, legal you know, limited companies if you like, uh, and there's nothing that local authorities can do about it. They can see what you're doing, uh, but you can have all sorts of reasons to operate different entities from your personal taxation, different investors, um, etc. So you can think very much in terms of strategy, whether it, whether it be limited companies, sole traders, partnerships, or LLPs. Um, so I'm involved in quite a lot of work for people. Or, you know, where, where they won't qualify in terms of addition, the rateable values are too high for additional properties, uh, and some people are putting one property in per company. A bit, you know, it's a lot of accounting, um, so it's got to be worth it for you. But it's just something to, to consider when you're putting things together, um, either with you know on your own or with your partners, etc. Um, but it can be a real benefit, you know, financially to not pay 
um, any, any business rates or council tax. Right, just some examples of how things have worked out. I go back to the apartment in Leeds. The rateable value is £1,150. The operator's got three in the same building. They've got Nova SA anywhere in the country. The initial assessment's under £12,000, so it qualifies for full relief. The additional ones are under the 2899 each, because they're only 1150 They all total less than 20000 between them. So all three of those properties have got the benefit of full small business rate relief. So three properties, council tax, say three grand a year, is probably a bit more. Nice saving, um, on your bottom line. So that, that's an example where it's worked well. Guildford. The two-bedroomed, two-double-bedroomed and one-single-bed apartment in Guildford. Rateable value is £6,250. So it's quite a high rateable value for, for an SA unit. It's the only SA unit in the client's portfolio. Everybody else is buy-to-let. Full relief, rateable value is less than £12,000. There are no other properties in there to cause any headaches. Um, so the client doesn't pay any business rates. Um, so, happy. And another one I've thrown in, uh, another, hypothetically, uh, in Guildford, you've got an operator with two two double-bedroom apartments on the same basis uh, at twelve fifty per single bed space. So rateable values of £5,000 each. The first would qualify if it's all they had. Um, but because they've got the second assessment uh, in there, which has a rateable value of more than £2,899, that doesn't get relief, and it also kicks the first one into touch as well. Um, so no, no small business rate relief whatsoever um, as a result of that. If you already... Uh, so you're into your liability of about two and a half to £2,400 on each, which is more than the council tax would be. So that's an example where you'd be better sitting on the council tax, thank you very much, and, and, and hoping that it stayed that way well into the future. If you have one unit where you get small business rate relief and then you take another, which would essentially end the relief on the other, local authorities don't have to do this, but most of them tend to allow you to keep the relief for 12 months on the first one. It's not across the board. Some will just kick it into it straight away. Um, there's nothing in, in sort of statute saying they have to do so, um, but it's, um, it just depends on your local authority. But once you start making inquiries to them, they, they start sniffing around and thinking, well, what are you up to? So could be careful with it. Quick overview, just to go back, sort of back through. Service accommodation is commercial use. It should be business rated. There is a danger if you, and I think it's a very small danger, but if you have council tax assessments in your, in your SA portfolio and you're just paying the council tax... As time goes on, local authorities get more savvy. Um, there is a danger that I guess they could discover that you're operating as SA and send a report to the VOA who will then have to look into it. I don't think it's too much of a concern personally because they like the council tax income. Um, but as time goes on, local authorities will retain more of business rating income and they might change their tactics a little bit. Um, so it's something to be aware of. Um, and, and if you see an, a, an article on business rating reform in the press, make sure you read it. Um, and see, see what the latest is. It's a long way off yet. Business rates can be cheaper than council tax, but they can be more expensive. I've, I've had a chat with Kevin about this before. I would say 80% of what I look at, whether it be, you know, look at sort of the benefits of business rating or council tax, ignoring small business rate relief, I would say 80% of them actually work out at very similar figures annually. <laughs> business rates tends to sort of come in one to £200 a year less um, in terms of payable liability than the council tax. But... <coughs> Uh, there's a real air of caution there because the other 20% could go really wrong if you just went and did it. Um, and I've got a client down in Hertfordshire who's got a £20,000 backdated bill uh, because she just went and did it and it's, it's absolutely stunning. So we're trying to appeal that. There's no size-fits-all approach. It's all down to valuation. 
um, you've got pockets of the UK. You know, generally the South is more expensive. Uh, there are pockets of the UK um, in the North, etc., that, that, that are very high value as well. So you need to. You can get on the VOA website and you can search. Well, you have to. You'd have to search self-contained holiday accommodation um, in a certain town, and you, it will throw up everything that's in assessment there. And you should be able to get a feel um, for you know the, the price per single bed unit they're going to adopt and adapt that hopefully to where your property is in, in relation to the others. You know, just on the usual valuation sort of factors, assuming that the VOA are adopting common sense, which is not always the case. There are. They're not a commercial organisation. The surveyors aren't commercial people, um, so it's not always the case. Uh, local authorities, they're not clued up, and they often... I've had situations where they've told clients, no, no, you, you should be on council tax. That's not a commercial use. Categorically wrong. Um, but I don't know, like I said earlier, if they are protecting their income or if they don't know anything about it, really. Yeah, they certainly will. Certainly should know that self-contained holiday accommodation is a commercial use. Jury's out on that one. Uh, small business rate relief can be great, absolutely great if it's worked properly, um, but it can go wrong as well. And it's all about, I guess, about with everything else with SA and, and, and anything in business, it's all about strategy and structure. That's me. Uh, in terms of the slides, I've made them quite basic because you could go on and on and on and on, um, and, it, and it is only basic, I'm afraid. But really, if anyone's got any scenarios and questions, that's hopefully helpful. Um, on the government website, it's, um, it's self-catering and holiday let accommodation. If your property is in England and available to let for 140 days or more per year, it will be rated as a self-catering property and valued for business rates. So, therefore, uh, that is that the argument for saying that it should be business rates? And you can, because... Effectively, we're, we're going to be maximising it for 365 days a year. Yeah, I mean, it's available, isn't it? You know, I guess the majority of people operating SA, um, it's available for guests every night in the year. Um, so absolutely. Um, and the 140-day rule, I know, kicks in sort of with, with other things as well in SA um, that I, I don't have knowledge of whatsoever, but that's absolutely the rule. Uh, I, if you were to just uh, um, think, oh, well, we're going to try SA on a, a residential property that we operate, and it's, you know, we're not managing to, to rent it out again, or we always get problem tenants in it, or whatever the situation is, you could, in theory, um, argue the case that it's not been operate. You know, if, if, if the VOA put it into assessment too soon, that it's not been 140 days. So yeah, there's no sort of degree of permanence. That's what it's all about. Um, so it should, be, it should stay council tax. Um, that won't stop them putting in assessment. You'll have to fight it another day. Um, but you're quite right in, in that argument. And also, can you sort of shed any light on use class? So C3 or C1. <laughs> so it, <laughs> a lot of people get those confused and think that they're related. <coughs> are they related? No. Or, Rating yeah. has nothing to do with planning. It will come up with planning, um, but it's all about how the property is used. I've had this argument many a time with the VOA on commercial property, you know, yeah. industrial property, etc. Um, and rating law establishes that the property is valued as it's used. So you shouldn't come into it. Hi. Um, I've got a six-bedroom HMO. What I'd like to do is to change the use of one of them into SA to practice and learn and see whether it's in the right location. Could that cause me problems? Because it's at the moment got a... I own it jointly with my husband in our names. It's not got a commercial mortgage. It's just a buy-to-let mortgage. It is under an agreement with the local authority to run as a HMO. Okay. I just wondered where I stand on that one. Where do you stand with council tax at the moment? Have you got six assessments or one? Just the one. Just the one. Yeah. Where, where's the property? Huntingdon. 
in theory, you could swap the one to business rates. Um, and then if it's your only commercial unit, you, know, you haven't got an office somewhere that you operate from or what have you, then you would qualify for small business rate relief. I'd be very careful because you've got a HMO with a, a single council tax assessment and there's lots, I, mean, I have some HMO appeals in which aren't going very well. Um, there's a lot of press out there, a lot of sort of talking out there in terms of HMOs and council tax because um, certain areas, they're individually banding rooms. Um, so I'd be quite careful while you're trialling it I don't think I'd do anything personally if it was me, because you run the risk of the VOA coming in. Um, I don't know. I don't think I've heard any examples of it in your area. But if 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 you invite the VOA, I mean, they might not come into the building, but just yeah. to look at the assessments, there is a risk that they might take a view on the whole building and think, right, okay, well, we've got a service accommodation unit there, that's fine, but we've got five council tax assessments here, um, and really um, cause yourself some trouble. So, uh, and they can back they can backdate. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I've got three properties in different entities. Okay. So we're off to a good start. But they're all fairly new into SA. Is it the 140 days we've got to go past before we can apply for the exception? No, you can do it now. Um, it, it can be done now. Um, I think the argument would be the other way around if you, were just, if you hadn't made the decision that you wanted them to be permanent and you were just going to trial it, right. um, that if you were discovered um, that you could say, well, hang on, they're not, they're not been operated 140 days yet. You know, come back to me in 90 days or whenever it be. But if you were electing to sort of think, right, okay, I, I can make the most of small business rate relief here, thank you, or it will be cheaper on business rates than council tax, um, then there's nothing stopping you um, going forward with that with the VOA. Right. They, and they have to. You know, if you're informing them that you've changed how the, the building is going to be used in the long term, they have a statutory duty to do that. And if the exemption is successful, yep. do you get backdated on the council tax you've already paid? Yeah, back to the 1st of April 2017, because that's when this raising list started. So you can't go beyond there. So when did, when did you start no, operating them? April this oh, year. fine. You'll get your council tax back. Cool. Go and hold it. Excellent. Yeah. I started my essay from home. Uh, I've been paying council tax. Do I have to do the business rates on those apartments as well or not? These are in, these are in your house, are they? Yes. I don't think you save any money because you'll still have a council tax assessment. What, what band is your property in? C. C. So what you, how much of the property does it, does it take up? How much have you left with, if, if you like? Half as, of the Half. Yes. If you put, are they your only SA units or have you got any more elsewhere? No, I'm just, I've, I've just added another uh, rent to SA, one. Whereabouts are you? Same place, uh, Chatham, Kent. And are they one bedroom apartments, two bed apartments? What, what, what are they? Studio flats. Studio flats. Two studio flats. I'd need to look into it more, um, but the, the, it might be that your three SA would qualify for small business rate relief, and they might be a low enough value being studios um, to have one under 12,000 and the others under 2899 that I've talked about. So you might be able to get those out of business rates and reduce your council tax assessment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, a lot of it would depend how the, how the building works, how the access works, etc., but it's possible. Yeah, the rent to SA is a big one. It's a five-bedroom house. Yeah, that's um, so five. How many? What? How many eight, doubles? Like eight singles. Eight singles. Yes. Well, that one, if you put that into business rates, depends on the values. Uh, I don't know in Kent off the top of my head, but if they're like, you know, if they're a thousand pounds per single bed space, your rateable value would be say eight thousand yeah. pounds. You might you might be able to qualify for small full full small business rate relief there. Try to find out how to get the rate first. I think the best thing is to find out how 
uh, what the business uh, value would be. Absolutely, try it. If you go on the VOA website, which I've forgotten to put on there, okay. um, and you can do a search, and there's an advanced search as well, which is what you'll need to go into. Okay. Um, filter f- to town and description, uh, which then you'll find self-contained holiday accommodation in there, uh, and you, it will bring up anything that's valued as self-contained holiday, holiday accommodation in the location. And you can get a feel for it. Yeah, it tells you, you can click on it, it will tell you how many bed spaces they're valued, what the price per bed space is. You can have a look around them and um, it's reasonably a sort of open information. Okay, thank you. Okay, no more questions. Okay, Mike, thank okay, you very much no for that uh, presentation. Um, if anyone, any of our listeners want to uh, get in touch with you personally, how should they do that? Uh, there should be details um, in the slide pack and also on the, the, the article. For the uh, listeners on the podcast? And in terms of the podcast, um, you can call me on 01302 639340 or um, drop me an email at mike.powell at powellsproperty.com. And they can do that just to get some uh, advice Absolutely. and see whether or not yeah, no, you no might be able to help. I'll always have a look at uh, a scenario. Uh, let people know how it looks and whether they should sort of look, look at it further or not or what. Always happy to. And so for people that think that uh, perhaps the VOA has uh, overestimated their business rates, it might be a good idea to get in touch. So yes, you can, uh, yeah. Bring we have down to sanity. We have some appeals going through. Not, nothing finalised yet because it's all, you know, the rating list is quite new. Um, the thing I would add is that um, if you think normal time periods, double it for rating because everything takes an age. Um, but um, absolutely, we should hopefully have some some breakthroughs soon on this basis of double bed units. So, yeah. Fantastic. Okay, Mike Powell, everyone, thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Serviced Accommodation Property Podcast. If you have any suggestions on future content for this podcast, please message Kevin via his Facebook page, Property Soldier.